may take your seat. You are welcome to our first load. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I can see that you are all beautifully dressed for the occasion. Amen. And uh, I know that you will not live here the same. And heaven is going to leave a package for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Yes. So, today is the 14th of February. And um, it is being celebrated around the world as Valentine's Day. And um, it's a tradition that came from a certain Roman um, priest or somebody that some story be but we don't want to deal with stories and histories we want to deal with the Bible Amen. Amen. it's just like Christmas Christmas is not on the 25th it's not it's got nothing to do with December 25th and um, it was uh, something that was being celebrated by the world and then they said the christians said okay let since we are christians let's turn that day also to re- remember the birth of jesus christ that's why some people say okay we will not celebrate christmas at all. but it's not about the day it is about the occasion and so if the world is celebrating something about love then we are people of love so we must celebrate love yes. and celebrate it in style i'm looking forward to the days when very you know when it is when it is when they say Valentine, we too will have proper sit down dinners and Amen. couples dinners Amen. and we will come and sit down. Ah. Because sometimes the whole year you won't take your wife out. We now you won't, won't take, your, won't take your, your wife out. So then the church has to intervene and, and say wives, you have been working very hard. So it is time for us to also show appreciation. Amen. Amen. So it is going to happen in the future, but not in the corona era. As, as long as Kweku Corona is around, we can't do those kind of things. Hallelujah. Amen. Those of you that are watching online, God bless you. Remember, it is also a month of praise, power, and prophecy. Amen. It's a month of what? Praise, power, and what? Prophecy. Last week, we... We heard about the word of God from Adino Jones about praise. And we also saw the practical demonstration of praise. When we praise God genuinely, God inhabits the praises of his people. And we were, so it wasn't just a matter of talking theory. We demonstrated to you what we were teaching. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Paul says, I did not come to teach or preach with enticing words of human wisdom. I did not come to preach or teach with words of human wisdom, enticing words of human wisdom. Mm. But I came to demonstrate also the power of God. The difference between a preacher, a man of God, or an lecturer is the power of God. I remember in our days, they, in when we were in secondary school, they called it um, BK, Bible knowledge. And most Bible knowledge teachers were 
Very, very bad people. Some of them were drunkards. But when it comes to teaching, they will teach you. I did Bible. I, I was a science student, but I had to do one or two hours uh, things. And I chose Bible knowledge. And I got distinction in, in it. I got distinction in it. So, but the teacher... He wasn't a, a pastor. He would come and preach. Come and teach. Come and try to explain this and that and that. Why this and this is that. But there is no confirmation afterwards. So if you are a lecturer, you can come and lecture. Many, now you see, the churches are becoming places of lecture where they lecture about economics 15 ways to make money 17 ways to deal with anger it's, it's, it's devoid of the power of God it's all part of the manifestation of the end time prophecies according to Timothy Timothy the Bible says that they will have a form of religion, but it will be devoid of the power. Mm. Corinthians 2 4 says, And my speech and my preaching were not with what? Persuasive words of what? Human wisdom. There are some people, when they speak, they are very persuasive. Very per- Somebody like President Barack Obama. He's got the gift of oratory. Mm. The man can speak to you and by the end you, are, you will sell your own mother. By the time he finishes talking to you, you will sell your own mother. It doesn't mean he is anointed. No, 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 no. It's a gift. It's a natural gift. Yeah. And many people now have that natural gift and they think that is equal to anointing. So you see that their preaching is devoid of demonstration. If you are in a church where there is demonstration of power, thank God. I said what? Thank God. That means your pastor is anointed. The church has been anointed. Jesus Christ is still with the church. Are you hearing me? Yes. So in Timothy 2 verse 3, Timothy 2, chapter 3, verse 5. He said, The church will have a form of what? Godliness. But denying its power. So, they are the ones that is, Ah, what is this? Every day, people are falling down. If you think like that, you are very carnal. You don't understand what Christianity is. Look, I am just a man like you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a human being like you. What makes the difference in... The message I'm preaching, why you should listen to the message I'm preaching, it's not because I am tall, it's not because I am I'm, I'm handsome, it's not because I am educated, but it's because the, the message I am saying, the one I am talking about, he confirms it with signs, with demonstrations, and with what? Power. So put me aside and look onto the one whom I'm preaching about and know that he is there and he's real. Otherwise, I am just a lecturer teaching theology which doesn't bring life but brings death. Amen. Amen. So it says, having what? A form of what? Godliness. But denying its power. Yes. There are some people, they say, ah, I don't believe it. You, you think that these people, they got really healed? 
It's not, it's not true. I don't, I don't believe in this. Why are people always falling down? Why are people vomiting? Some people say, oh, this is acting. They say, this is what? Acting. People are acting it out. They are looking out and say, ah, look. Look at the pastor did this. And the actor forget, forgot his lines. If, if, you know, I don't, dis- I don't dispute the fact that there are some who are fake. Because every genuine thing has got a, a counterfeit. Unless it doesn't exist. Every what? Genuine thing has got what? A counterfeit. So the counterfeit is there. But don't concentrate so much on it. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus never concentrated on the counterfeit. What Jesus was more interested in was those who claimed they had it, but they... They were hypocrites, the Pharisees. He was very harsh on them. But when it comes to sinners, he was very gentle with them. Like the woman that was caught in adultery. He didn't blast the woman. He said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. But the Pharisees, he insulted them. You brood of vipers. You, you, are, you are like cemeteries. You are filled with dead men's bones. Insulted them. Because they, they thought they knew and they should have known, but they, they didn't exhibit the power. Yeah. So the church must demonstrate the power Amen. of God. Yes. Your pastor must demonstrate the power of God. Yes. Otherwise, he's just a, a, a lecturer. Amen. Amen. If you want to know you are in a Bible believing church. These are some of the things you must look for. Because we are preaching about Jesus. After we finish preaching about Jesus, he must confirm his word. So the Bible says that confirming the words of the apostles, the preaching of the apostles, with what? Signs and what? Wonders. That is why we have the testimonies we have. Are you hearing me? Yes. Are you with me? Yes. So, it is, power is necessary. Demonstration of power is necessary. In your own life, you must also start demonstrating power. Amen? Amen. You must also start demonstrating what? Power. Raw power. The power of God. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs shall what? Follow them that believe. In my name. In what? My name. So, So you must be a carrier of the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Say thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. We must be what? Carriers of what? The power of God. Although God has made some. The Bible says God has made some to be what? Apostles. Some to be prophets. Some. Not all. He says what? Some. Not all. To be evangelists. To be teachers. To be pastors. It's fivefold. Some. Among the believers, God lifts some out. People have problems with that. But I want you to understand that even in our natural life, we are all human beings. But when you go into a family, for instance, we are all human beings. But there is a father. There is a mother. There are older siblings. There are younger siblings. We are not the same. Do you understand? Yes. If you go to an office, there is a boss. There are people under the boss. They are middle, middle management 
people, then you go to right down to the grassroots people. We are happy to accept it when it comes to these things. But in the house of God, we have a problem. But God is a God of order. So he has made some to be. And these are the ones that he confirms his, their word, their message with what? Signs and what? Wonders. This man, the prayer I've been praying for you as your apostle is that signs and wonders must begin to follow you. Amen. Not just me, but you. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Power must begin to what? Follow you. It must chase you. Amen. Wherever you are, you must vibrate with power. Yes. You must not be afraid of witches or wizards or all those things. You must, you must know the power which you carry. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. So the Bible says, and they went out and what? Preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them and what? Confirming the word. Through what? The accompanying signs. Through what? The accompanying signs. Yeah. If there are no signs, the Lord is not with them. The Lord is not with them. Then you better as well better start going to Sunday morning. Go to lectures. Go, go to lectures. Today there are many I, I'm telling you, many of the churches have one turn into lecture halls. And I'm not surprised. Because Jesus in Revelation revealed something there. There were seven churches there representing all the churches worldwide. And he said that one of the churches said, he said, I will remove the candlestick. He described himself as the one who walks amongst the candlesticks. Yes. And he said to one of these, I will remove the candlestick. So Meaning, I will take away what? The light. So Meaning, I will, they will be dead. The structures will be dead. There will be huge organizations with respect amongst men. But Jesus is not with them. Jesus is not with them. Look at it there. In Revelation 2 verse 5. Let us read it together. Go. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen uh-huh. and repent uh-huh. and do the first works. And what? Do, do the, the first works. This is why this is what today is about. First what? Love. Coming back to your first word. Many churches have lost their first love. Today they look down on other, other churches that are starting or that are quite young. You have some people that say that me, me, sorry, me, 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 sorry, me, 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 but there are some of these older churches too. There are some of these new churches too. Jesus has taken away his what? His light. He is not there. It's just structures that they have there. It is just a human organization. And why did Jesus say, I'm going to take away 
the light. Remember, he said, I am the light of this world. Then he told us that we are, all, we, we are also now what? The light of this world. Light is something that gives clarity. Light is something that gives what? Clarity. When there is light, confusion goes away. When there is light, understanding comes. When there is light, knowledge is revealed. And knowledge cannot be applied. Because light makes all things clear. If I am standing right now, if I were to be in darkness, we were all to be in darkness now. I don't know, know where the pulpit is. I don't know where, where uh, you know, where the instruments are. I don't know anything. I mean, you are pitch, pitch black. Darkness. And it, it, it is not a nice thing to be in. You can't read anything. You can't even see yourself. Whether you are, you have, you have, no, you can dress nicely, but you know whether you are looking nice or not. So where there is darkness, Satan, that's where he, that is his, his domain. That's where he rules. Because darkness stands for ignorance. Darkness stands for where there is no knowledge. Darkness stands for where there is no power. Jesus said, we are the light of this world. So you as a Christian, it is time for them to see that light, that power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, I am the light of this world. He that followed me shall not walk in what? In darkness, but shall have the light of life. The light of life is not this light we are seeing with the electricity. It is the power of God that comes upon you. That in every area of your life, there begins to be a certain fruitfulness. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Wave your hand and say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Keep me in your light. Keep me in your light. Amen. Amen. So he says, I will take away what? The candlestick. I will take away what? The candlestick. I will take it away. Why? You have fallen. You have what? Fallen. And then he said, Repent. He's he will not tell you repent if you are not walking in a certain sinful way. There are a lot of us as Christians. We need to repent. Too. We need to what? Repent. We, we genuinely need to repent. We need to re- really repent. Because we are not doing the first works. We are not doing what? The, the first works. We are not doing it. You know when you love somebody or when you are falling in love with somebody which I don't advise you to fall in love with you must walk in, in love with somebody. You mustn't fall in love. When you fall in love you just do foolish things. You must walk in love. Are you hearing me? Yes. yes. You must what? Walk. Fall in love. What should be doing? It's it's such a nice sounding thing. But it's so foolish. It's so foolish. Why should you? Why should you fall in love? See, in the movies when they portray falling in love, 
you lose all your senses. You lose common sense. The guy is not working. I'm falling in love. Later on, when after the love feeling goes away and he can't feed you, you see that that is when you, you realize that I should have walked into love. Yeah. So, so, we see when you are, when, 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 when you are, um, the word that I want, I want to use a certain word. Which, it's not, it's not last. It's a certain word. I'll remember it. But, you see, when that thing comes upon you, in the initial stages of a relationship, you feel, you know, you feel this feeling of, 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 ah, he hasn't called me. She hasn't called me. Some time ago, we didn't have WhatsApp, we didn't have any of these things. Do you know what people used to do? The bad boys and girls that were in school. Like today, 14th of um, February. If he meets them, if he should meet us in school, the bad boys and girls, everybody's looking for a letter from the postman. And some of, you see, how some of the schools are arranged. You see, they have maybe, you might have a boy's school and there's a girl's school here. Or you have, you know, you might have, like in, in, in Cape Coast schools, they, most of them are like that. In Kofodia, my school, Ghanas, we had a, we, we had a boy's school, Pojos. They were always coming to chase our girls. On Valentine's Day, Valentine, on Valentine's Day, you see that the bad boys and girls they are expecting letters. And one of my friends, he was a very handsome, good-looking guy. Had a lot of girlfriends. One boy, very very bad boy. And him, when the letters come, I mean, it's like a competition. It's like a competition, and. He will open the letters. Hey, some of the girls to their world. Some of the words that are in the letters. But one thing that stuck with me was the fact that some of the girls, they spray perfume on the, on the letters. They spray perfume and other things. So when you open the letter, there's a nice smelling thing. Yeah. And, and why would you go to that extent to do those things? Because of first what? Love. It's first love. But when the same love, when you lose it, when the phone call comes, when the letter comes, look at it. Oh, it's that girl again. They just crash it and put it in the, in the, in the waste paper. When your first love goes, when your first love goes, there are signs that shows that your first love is gone. There are what? Signs that your first love is what? It's gone. And our Christianity is all about love. It's all about what? Love. That is why God said, 
Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all what? Your heart. Because it is possible for a time to come when your love for God will not be with all your heart. It will not be with all what? Your heart. It will be a piece of your heart. You will give God a piece of what? Your heart. You don't really have... You don't, you, don't, you, know, you don't serve God with what? All your heart. Matthew 22 verse 37 is there. He said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with what? All thy heart. And with all thy soul. And with all thy mind. Amen. That means, your, like, like, like first love, your mind is occupied with the person. Even in the workplace, you are thinking about the person. You are thinking about the person. You can't stop thinking about them. Your mind is on the person. Your heart. You've given all your heart. Your emotions. Your intellect. Everything. You've given it. When you are really in love, that's what it means. When you love somebody, that is what it means. So with all your heart, that is your spirit. With all your soul. What is your soul? Your soul is your will. Your soul is your intellect. Your soul is your emotions. When those things come together, they form your soul. So your emotions, your happiness, your joy, your anger. If you love somebody, you go with everything in it. All your emotions, you, you invest in it. And then he talks about your mind as well. Your mind. Your mind is on the person. Your mind is that natural, is that thing that, that you know, is, is, is a result of this um, organ God has put in our head, the brain. Your mind is a beautiful thing. And if you use your mind, you can use it for evil or for bad. Uh, for, for good. And you must understand that when you are into something, your mind is also on that thing. That is when when you find somebody, for instance, in a workplace who is really into the job, upon a Juma crowd, the Juma they talk about it. They stop talking, talking about the job. It's always talking about the job. Even sometimes somebody needs you to run, husband, please. You are at work, relax. You are at home now, relax. Don't talk about the job anymore. But the guy is so much into the job. His mind is so much into the job. He can't stop thinking about it. If, you are, if your mind is about is, is on God, really, you see that you are always thinking about it. You, you, how can I make it better? What can I do to help? How, how, do I think I'm even doing enough? Am I putting enough time in this thing that I'm doing? These are the things that if your mind is really upon something, you ask yourself. So even ask yourself, this I'm not talking about any spiritual thing, just using the brain in your head. Think about things in a positive way. Think about the work of God in a positive way. Think about your marriage in a positive way. Think about, am I putting enough? Am I doing enough as a husband? Am I doing enough as a wife? Am I doing enough as a father? What can I do better? Where are my weak, what are my weaknesses? Where, where am I falling short? How can I, so this is you using what? Your mind. Some people don't use their mind. And it's a, it's a terrible waste. It's what? A terrible waste. 
Is this, this one, whether you are born again or not, you have one. Whether you are born again or not, you have a mind. You, you have, because the mind is the product of letting the brain cells work. Letting what? The, the brain cells work. So when you put the brain cells to work, then your mind will be working, asking intelligent questions. I have to improve myself. I have to do this. It's the mind that tells you, you haven't brushed your teeth. If you don't brush your teeth, if you don't brush your teeth, you, you know, you are going to have dental problems. You see, it is, it is, it is, that is why education is important. Because education just trains the mind to work in a certain way. Education what? Trains the mind to take. So anybody that lacks and uh, education so, who doesn't most often if you don't use your mind you see that you see that your life will be a certain way your thinking will be a certain way that is why education you see, education you, you you might not even be a christian but the mere fact that you have allowed your mind your brain to be exercised to be exercised so your thinking also is in a certain way even without being born again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Even without what? Being, being born, born again. again. Your thinking is a certain way. Mm. And so, people who have not gone to school, who have been able to make it in life, when you go and check, they just didn't sit in a classroom to go for formal education, but I tell you, they have been educating themselves. They have been educating their minds. They, they have been studying and using their minds in a such a way that, that, that it is as if they were trained in a classroom. Check, check everyone that has become successful who never went to school. Like former school as we know. They use their mind in a certain way. They might not even be Christian. So when you become a Christian, then you, you have an added bonus. Because now the Holy Ghost is now bearing on your thinking. So, instead of thinking to be selfish, you see that he, okay, you can do it this way, do it, get the results, but you will not be selfish. You see that your thinking will be influenced by the Holy Ghost. I pray for somebody Amen. that the power of God will touch your mind. Amen. I said the power of God will touch your mind. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Wow. Yes. Loving God with all your heart. With all your soul. And with all what? Your mind. When that happens. When that happens. You are constantly in love with God. He said, repent. 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 Do what? Repent. Otherwise, I will take what? The candlestick. Alive without the light of God. He says, this light, this light is what? The life of what? Man. So, can you imagine having a life without the light of God in it? Because of sin. Because of what? Sin. This service is all about bringing you back to loving God. Loving what? God. Loving God. Loving God. Loving God 
in the way you used to love him before. Loving God with a first kind of what? Love. Loving God. Because thou hast what? Left thy what? First love. Thou hast left thy first love. I want to ask you a question. Do you think you are really serving God in your first love? Check your life. This is a time for you to use your mind. And analyze things. And this is why I'm telling you that see, the Holy Ghost, when you're a Christian, the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will bring things into your remembrance. Is that not what the Bible says? Yes. He says, and the Comforter, he shall remind you. So when you don't even acknowledge the ministry of the Holy Spirit in your life, you forget your first love. You think that you are still in your first love, but you are not really in your first love. And you know, one of the signs that you are, you are not walking in first love, one of the signs, do you want to know the signs? Yes. I'm not preaching, I'm just giving you a short exhortation. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. One of the signs of what? Of you not walking in first love with everything or anything, whether marriage, career, church, whatever you are doing, is. Do you want to know? Yes. Are you sure you want to know? Yes. Okay. I will share it with you. It's what? Familiarity. Familiarity is the is the sign of what? Familiarity is the sign of what? Familiarity. So let me try and define familiarity for you. Familiarity is that knowing of a thing or a person in such a way that you begin to lose all respect, admiration. For that person or thing. Let me say it again. Familiarity is that state of being in which you begin to lose respect or or honor admiration for a person an institution anything. Did you get that? Did you get that? And familiarity is a very dangerous thing. This is why Jesus was teaching the people and telling them, repent from these things that you are, you are doing. Repent from these things because it is taking away the light from your life. And the light is, you know, when there is light, it means there is power. Right now, there is light because there is what? Is that not so? There is light because there is what? Power. You might not see the power, but you see the effect of the power, which is the light. People will not see, as I'm walking here, you will not know that there is some mighty electricity power in me. There is a, right now as I'm standing here, you, you, you will not know that there is a power in me. This is the power that I can, I can be in UK, I can be in Ghana here. 
and I can pray for somebody in Florida. Thousands of miles away. Yes. And as I pray for the person, the person begins to vomit over the phone. Yes. The person gets healed over the phone. Amen. But as I'm standing here, you don't know that there is such power, restoration power in me. Yes. You only see it with the effects of the what? You won't see it. But you only see the effects. So, people will not see the power, but they will see the effects. They will not see the electricity, wires or whatever, but they will see the light. They will see the light. So, if the enemy, you allow him, and this enemy I'm talking about, please, forget about the devil. I'm talking about your flesh as an enemy. Are you with me? Your flesh as what? An enemy. Yeah. So, when you become familiar, I've set the scriptures and I, 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 I found something. Something that was very, very disturbing to me. That that the one who is the the career of the power of God without any measure. As far as we are walking in the power of God with measure. But the one who had who was the power himself had had the power without any measure. I found out that a time came when to me the power was neutralized. The power was what? Neutralized. He couldn't use the power. The power wouldn't work. The power couldn't work. So I searched out to find out why? Why did that happen? And I found out that it wasn't because of demons. It wasn't because of what? Because demons, he was dealing with them. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus. God in flesh. God who had all the power. If I should tell you some of the miracles that Jesus did, it will bring your mind to the power we are talking about. This is a man that could walk on water. He could what? Walk on water. Try walking on water and see. Try walking on water and see. This is a man that could tell the wind that was blowing. He said, peace be still. A man that had authority over the elements, the weather. You see, when you are highly anointed, these are, you see some of them. But because we walk in a measure, we cannot, for instance, try to walk on water. But maybe we can pray about the weather. Look at Elijah. Yes. Elijah was able to cause a drought for what? Three years. Elijah was able to what? Cause a drought for what? Highly anointed. Even in the demonic world, order for thunder to strike somebody and kill somebody. They control the the, the more anointed you are, you see that you have authority. Even over the elements. And you see, that power that is at work, that, that power is here. This is on record. On, you know, even in Ghana, it has happened a few times. But 
there is a very profound one that happened in the UK. Which is on record. I stood one day and it was winter, just the beginning of winter. And the Spirit of God came upon me and said, just so that you people will know in this place called Elder Shot, that God has sent a prophet into this place. When I was speaking, I was speaking to just a few people. But I told them, so that you know, it is going to snow all around us, but the snow cannot enter into our town. Amen. Not for one day. For the whole seasons. And when I said it, there were people who were doubting it. And they were watching it. Every Sunday they would come. People who live outside. We, 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 too, we, live, from, we live outside. It's like, it's like we, we share boundaries with all that shots. You see, you will be coming uh, and we will get to the border. It will be raining very heavily in Fambra. And Mama will be looking at me. Mm. Are you sure? I said, it is not I, but God who And we will be coming now. Uh, as soon as you are about to enter the border, the border is called um, um, North Town. North Town. It will be snowing now. By the time we get to North Town, and we are about to enter into other shots, the place is is snowing. And it's not just as people were coming from different areas. It didn't go for one month, two months, for a host. You know how much six months in the from it started from snowing about December right through. You know. Around April that way. Anytime it snowed. It will not snow in other shots. It will not snow in other shots. And it's on record. It's on record. It's on record. But you see, as I'm, not, as I'm working here, you will not see that there is such a power in it. You will take it for granted. And that is what we are talking about. Familiarity. Knowing a person. Knowing. Now let, since we are, we are in church. Let's talk about it in the church way. Knowing a man of God. A woman of God. In such a way that. It affects your admiration for the person. It affects your sense of awe for the person. It affects your, 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 your sense of honor for the person. Yes. And when you do that, yes, sir. since we are talking about power, it cuts off, doesn't matter how anointed the person is, the power that is working in him, through him, will not work for you. Mark chapter 6. Let's go there quickly. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Reading from verse 1. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. Mark chapter 6 verse 1. Mark chapter 6 from verse 1. Uh-huh, read it. And he went out from thence uh-huh. and came into his own country. He came what? Into, into his, his own country. Notice he said, Oba, Onwani Chrome for. He came to his own country. Onwani Chrome for. People who knew him very, very well. They, they saw him as a baby. They saw Jesus poo pooing. 
they saw Jesus, you know, hungry. They saw Jesus in, in any other state. Like, can you imagine? Jesus has gone to the toilet. And then you go after, you, you go after, mm, mm, ah, mm. you are knowing Jesus in a certain way. Yeah. So they knew him very well. They knew him very well. I am sure, you know, that they saw Jesus cry. As a baby, as a child, they saw him. So when he went back to his own country, his disciples what? Followed. Followed him. Uh-huh. Continue. And when the Sabbath was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were what? Astonished. They were astonished. They were what? Astonished. Why were they astonished? They were astonished because what is this that is going on? So they began to ask him. Where is this wisdom that you are preaching? You see people who are older than him, younger than him, his, his schoolmates. Now you see, Familiarity, that thing that is called familiarity, that demonic thing that is called familiarity, it is more worse when you are closer to the person. The more access you have to the person, the easier you can become familiar. And he said, with what wisdom this which is given unto him, that even such what? Mighty works were wrought by what? His hands. Continue. It's not this the carpenter, uh-huh. the son of Mary. It's not what? This the carpenter. Remember, they were saying that mighty works, and the mighty works did happen when he closed. And what you are in his hometown? Kaiser Bible says Jesus is baby no here then. Jesus from somewhere. Baby and not Jesus if you know no more name no here. Boy was coming from. They didn't know him. And I said no on your chrome money. And you know, they were not very close to him then. They had that that awe, that sense of awe was there. They, they were those an admiration for him. They respected the anointing on him. Are you, are you with me? Yes. That is why they were, he was able to do what? Mighty works. But on one chrome, when he mighty works. That is why sometimes you see, when you have a visiting minister, some of you, you have this, you have this very bad bad disloyal spirit you have this very bad disloyal spirit which manifests as familiarity so when a visiting minister comes i heard a man of god preaching one day and he was saying that a certain minister came to his church he invited his a certain friend after the preaching, one of the rich people in the church came to see the pastor. I said, Pastor, this man, we, 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 we really like the preaching. God has really used him. So, three of us, we are coming together. We are buying him a four by four. A land cruiser. We want to honor him that way. And the pastor said, 
Me have been here with you. I'm the one that has been here with you. Me, you, you haven't honored me. Okay. okay. Go ahead. And the man's spirit was broken. This is the man that when they are sick, he will go and visit them. This is the man that sometimes he will put aside, you know, spending time with his wife and his family, and then you, you know, just to carry out his assignments. One body, somebody comes just for a few hours, preaches powerfully, and miracle signs and wonders are happening. They forget about because familiarity they have become old. Signs of familiarity. When I'm preaching, you don't even write notes. Most of you don't write notes. You don't. Uh, what is it? You see your familiarity. You, you don't write notes. You, you think you know. What I'm saying is not important. Show me your notebook. Show me your notebook. What is in it? Nothing. It's a sign of familiarity. But this is the same anointing that for six months was able to say it's not going to snow. And it didn't snow. But it won't work for you. It will not what? Work for you. Because of what? Familiarity. Familiarity is that thing that will stop the power. It will stop the power. That's why when we go outside, the anointing works more. When a visiting minister comes here, you seem to appreciate him more. Because you have not learned how to walk in a way that you don't become familiar. You are walking in familiarity. What is another sign of familiarity? When, when somebody is talking to you and it's your honey boo boo, it's your, hon- it's your what? Honey boo boo. It's your what? Honey boo boo. Ah, okay. Now are too familiar. You have lost your first love. As I say, honey, boo boo, darling. papa. Where are you? Where are you? Some people just the highest they can go is that they will add Mr. Tweet. Mr. Jacon. Mr. Jacon. Oh, bright Jacon. That's, that's the that's the that's the that's the furthest they can go. That's the furthest they can go. When even your wife wants to call you honey boo boo, say, hey, and then yeah, then no no. What are you talking about? Then no no. Then honey boo boo. What is honey boo boo? Who should share some clothes for? And clothes for any man you are with you should share with one. You are looking at watching those. You hear some men to call Sister Mansa. You are calling your wife Sister Mansa. Sister Mansa. Sister Mansa, where are you? Sister Mansa, where are you? Call Nabao. The call is him. My God. Don't behave like a local guinea fowl. <laughs> Don't behave like what? A local guinea fowl. And then you are real local guinea fowl. You are real poultry farm guinea fowl. And to make sure that you update yourself. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Familiarity. 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 Too familiar. So what I was saying was that if somebody you when 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 you are not too familiar with somebody and you are you know the first love is there. When a person is talking to you. You 
you can you see you see the signs that the person is really interested in. that is why this is some, this is a skill that you know I, I think in africa in certain parts certain cultures we don't we don't um, encourage it but it's a good thing you know the white man when he's talking to you he's looking at your eyes because your eyes will be giving them information whether you are interested whether you are happy whether you are sad they look at your facial expressions they look at they look at all those things but here when you are talking to when you are talking to somebody that is your superior you can't look at him please don't, don't do those things talk with confidence look at the person's face their face can give you a lot. Yeah. So when somebody is really into you, there is no way you'll be talking to them and they'll say, So one of the greatest signs of familiarity in church, when your pastor is preaching and you are yawning, your pastor is preaching and you are sleeping, familiarity in it's too much. Amen. Are you here? Yes. Familiarity. So we have yawning as a sign of familiarity. Sleeping. As a sign of what? Familiarity. What was the first one I gave you? If you were listening, what was the first one? Huh? You forgot it. Are you doing it as I'm talking now? And I teach people who are around me. It's a skill. All the young ones that have been having meetings and other things with them, I teach them some of these things. When your superior is talking to you, somebody who you say you honor, the moment he starts talking, take out your notebook and pen and start writing. I learned this even from the army days. And it was one of the things that the youth that are here, you bear me out that this, yes. this is what I've, I've taught you. I've taught, I've taught them practical things that I know if you go and you put into practice, it doesn't matter where you go. You will become the head. You, 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 you find yourself becoming first among them. Unless you don't put it into practice. Practical things. The anointing is not just about you falling down. It is wisdom of God. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. So learn these things. It's, it's a, it, you know, imagine... Normally, when you are talking to people, they will not do that. But you are an employee. And your boss starts talking and he sees you taking the pen, writing it down. Every time he sees that, he might not tell you. But he will see that this one, you are doing something extra. And I've told them, if, 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 if you are giving instructions and you don't understand it, don't be... No. Please, to clarify, to make sure I understand. Then the person will go and do and carry out an excellent work. Amen. Five minutes time, then you will forget and you come. Fish or then you call someone. You see that you have a bad employee. Familiarity is killing you. 
Familiarity is what? Killing you. And no boss will want to promote you. If you are too familiar with them. If you don't, you see, the Bible says that they began, this is another sign. So I've given you how many? The first one is what? When you don't write notes. The second one is what? Yawning. Yawning. The third one is what? Sleeping. Another one, when you don't say amen. When I'm preaching and you are there, you are not saying amen. You are not, it's like, we know born come up, but you are not excited about it. Ah, it's not important. Let an important person like the president or somebody walk in here. You see how your behavior, you stop whatever you are doing. This is why in the army, we show that kind of respect by what? By saluting. You are showing that you are a superior, so I will salute you. You, you salute the person. That's how you show that I am. That is why in the army certain things work. Because whether you like it or not by force. You are taught to what? You are taught to not to be what? Familiar. You can, your boss can be here dancing with you. Cracking jokes with you. Even before you leave you still have to salute. To show that I have not become too familiar. Are you seeing that then? Yes. To show that what? To show that, hey, I know my, I know the extent to which what this game is going. When it comes to Christianity, Jesus, the Son of God, He could not do anything. They were said that they said that they were even offended by Him. They were what offended by Him. He could not. Not that he tried it and he failed. He tried it and he failed. Because familiarity will be our familiar too much. It won't work. It will not work. And one of the signs of familiarity is when you start discussing your man of God. Is the is one of the common signs. To show and you find yourself talking about the man of God, discussing the man of God in a very negative way, like, like in a very personal way. Say, ah, oh. Is it not his brother? Ah, we. This one. And you, you start you start going into a realms where as the moment I who best sink it to that level. Talking about Talking about the man, oh, we were yeah, he didn't do this. Ah, when you sit down in your house as a husband and wife, and you are talking about these things, you know, God is watching and God is listening into your conversation. The man of God might not even know, but God is listening to your conversation. And as he did to Moses, Satan, Korah, and Abiram, Miriam, who also became very familiar, you see, the classes of people that, are, that often become. Um, familiar. I told you, are very people who are close, brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers, schoolmates, work colleagues. There are many people who are my classmates. They only receive me as what a classmate, and. That is all they will get. Meanwhile, they are having problems that I know that the grace of God upon my life, if I pray for them, it will work. But because they are receiving me as what? A classmate. And I'm happy. Receive me as a classmate. 
Because you can receive, a, you have to receive the person according to the rank or according to, in the army, they say rank. Receive, you can't receive a general the same way you receive a, a, a sergeant. You can't receive a major the same way you receive a colonel. You can't receive a, a, a lance corporal the same way you receive what? A warrant officer. There are ranks. So if you want to receive the person in a certain rank, it's fine. Spiritually, yeah, in, uh, soldier, whether you like it by force, by fire, you have to do it in the natural. But in the Lord's army, according to the rank in which you receive the person, that's how you receive from the person. If you receive me as an anointed man of God, a powerful man of God, that power will work for you. But if you become familiar and you sit down to discuss me in your bed with your husband, with your wife, with other church members, with some people even go to the error of Discussing their pastor with non-church members. Is that what this? Is that not? Remember, we are men of what God. So we are men first before we are what of God. As I'm standing here, if you want to find a fault with me, you can easily find a fault with me. You can find a lot of faults with me because I'm not perfect. You can what? Find a lot of. You can even look at what shoe is he wearing. What is this? Somebody even is offended because of my accent. I had a lot of white people who were offended at my accent. Because I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. If I should bite my tongue right now. But they want me to say, All right. Come on, say it. All right. All right. So they get offended. They get offended. They get offended. Yeah. They get offended. You see, in some churches where they have been taught well, they honor the anointing. Even when their pastor comes, comes close to them, you see that they will stand up. But when you are, when you are familiar, you will say so. It's nothing. You see, in those churches, eh, they experience greater miracles. They experience greater miracles. Mighty miracles. You see, even young can show it's original. They do not pop in nature. Pastor comes to stand behind the pulpit. To show that you are not too familiar, you stand up. Please be upstanding. And there's no blessing in that. There's too much familiarity in that. Sit down. Are, are, you, are you hearing me? Yes. There's too much what? Familiarity. You have to receive that. If you receive a man as a righteous man, you get a righteous reward. If you receive a man as a, um, a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. But look at these people. What was the sign? They discuss Jesus' background. Discussing a man of God's background. Thinking that you know better. Thinking that maybe you are more richer. Thinking that you are more educated. Thinking that, oh, I can do it this way, you can do it this way, you should have done it this way, you are doing it. Talking, always talking, talking, talking. All you are doing is, is you are cutting yourself off from the anointing that is supposed to work for you. He said they were what? Offended. What you are sorry, them and them rem are a high pier, Yamia Samabase, who to meet now, so I'm angry. 
make the pastor know I'm angry. Next week Sunday, me Next week Sunday, I won't come to church. And him, him. Who both will suffer? You're angry at your pastor. What? What is wrong? Don't you see the deception that Satan is doing? Even if your pastor has made a mistake and you think your pastor is... There is a way you can go about it. But the people were offended. So, are not his sisters here with us? Is he not, is he not married? Look at his mother. He's holding a walking stick. How come he says he's healing people? How come he says he's doing all these things? Are not his sisters here with us? And they were very, very offended. Listen to what Jesus said to them. As a roundup. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without what? Honor. Oh, no. That means Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is interested in honor. If you don't honor, you have become familiar. Do you see that there? Yes. If it's not honor, then it's familiarity. There was a certain wife in the Bible who was too familiar with her husband. You see, do you know, it's not everybody that can marry a man of God. Do you know that? According to the job that your husband... Not everyone can soldier Some jobs like airline. Some jobs like in the medical field. You, you, you need a certain grace. You need a certain grace. Mikal. Mikal. David's wife, first wife, Mikal. The husband was dancing. 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 He said, Why are you dancing like that? He came home and the man, he, he was received. He said, the, the, the man of God has gone to prep, you know, do whatever he needed to do. Instead of appreciating, when you said, why are you dancing like that? Why did you dance like that before? You know, there are some women, they are so jealous. The, the, the familiarity is manifesting in the form of jealousy. So, they come, they are angry, they talk anyhow to their husbands. They talk anyhow with, with, without any respect to their husbands. Very, very familiar. And if your husband is a man of God and you do that, remember, I said, because you see the man of God in his nakedness. You, like I was saying, Jesus goes to the toilet. It is going to smell. If that, I'm, I'm sure that is why Jesus didn't bother to marry. Yeah. Because he goes, mm, mm, bring the, bring the, mm, ah. But this is the same one. Two minutes ago, or four minutes ago, or five minutes ago. He would have prayed for somebody to what? get their healing. Yeah. Are you get too familiar? Mikal became so familiar. Speaking about the husband. And the Bible says that he, she was made what? Barren. They was made married. You must have some sense of awe for your, for your... Never lose your first... That's what we are talking about. First love. Kind of first never love. lose that first love. Kind of never lose it. Never lose it. Never lose it. If you are in church and you have been discussing me, discussing, some people they say, oh, ask for the pastor there. But the pastor's wife. You discuss my wife, you are discussing And it's the same thing because you lack, you lack, you lack all respect, admiration. 
And when you do that, eh? Yes, I will. Barrenness is going to locate you. Barrenness, and yeah, it is there. It will locate you. And yeah, barrenness is a spiritual leprosy. But there is a price to pay for for what? For familiarity. You will not receive any blessing. Jesus Christ, God Himself, when they became familiar with Him, the Bible said He could not do anything there. He could not do anything there. And I found out something. Can I share it with you? Yes, sir. I found out that when you are too familiar, one of the things is that you take privileges without asking anymore. You take what? Privilege without even asking. You take things for granted. You take privileges without even asking. Yeah. You can't, for instance, you can't come and sit in my chair unless you have become too familiar. Do you think that you can go into a big man's office and go and sit on their chair? Can you do that? No. You can't do that. Not because he's God, but there is a sense of awe. No, one day, we went, I said one day, one day, one day, one day, one day we went to the army headquarters. We went to visit a very big, big man. Very big man. I said we went to visit what? A very big man. Me and me and Mama. Before we got there, they put some things under the car. I was checking with mirrors and Then we went in. When we went to his office, very very powerful office. Office mapa. There was a nice fridge there. Fridge come out. Boys were running around. Cutters, cutters. What do we have to do? Serving drinks and and I was sat there. And I said, You see, if you go to an important person's office, you behave yourself. I had to be. I had to wait for them to sit down. Then I sit down. His chair was there, but I couldn't go and sit on his chair. Because it is a high office. But when, assuming I become very familiar, or assuming this, this person, you know, like you see in the movies, when the secretaries become too familiar, what do they do? When they come, instead of standing in a place that shows respect, or if the boss is sitting, no one no one no one can sit on the side to boss Nico. The chair put his hand on the boss's shoulder. Taking certain privileges without what asking. asking. Taking certain privileges without asking anymore, because they have become. They think that they know you in such a way that now that sense of admiration and everybody will come and they will be saluting you. But on who there? When they get there, no. Oh, is he there? Is he there? Oh, he's having a meeting. Oh, oh, and then he just enter. Is see, wives have got that thing as well. Because they know you in a certain way. They know you in a certain way. But you see, in state functions, important people, your wife, watch Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. The husband is always walking behind you. They don't come and kiss in public. When you are in front of an important person, you should learn. You see, this is why pastors' wives who are ordained and giving grace, they know how to do, do it properly. So that means everybody that is close to a man of God, if you are a brother, you are a sister, you are an auntie, you are a mother, 
You are a brother, you are an uncle, whatever you are. You are a worker, close, working in the inner circle of them. Learn how to be able to walk, not with familiarity. It's a skill. It's a skill. It's a skill. And Satan does that. He says, look at it, verse 5. And let us all read it. Let's read it. And, and he could there do no mighty work. Not that he, not that, not that, not that, you know, he didn't try. He could not. This is what happens when you cut the anointing off. This is what, what happens. When you, when, when you are too familiar. You are too familiar. So the sign, he said, except a few folks that he healed them. He laid hands on a few folks. And you see, one of the signs of familiarity is that you start discussing and you are talking about it. So what would that prevent? That would prevent you from coming to ask for help. From coming to ask for what? Help. One thing I realized with Jesus Christ. Jesus Jesus this is a man of God. Look at the guy that cried out. He said, Son of what? David. He saw Jesus as this is the Messiah. Because that term, Son of David, can only refer to the person whom you believe is the Messiah. He cried out loud, Son of David, have mercy on me. Meanwhile, there were a lot of people around. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. They were, even the disciples were there. But virtue was not going out from Jesus Christ. But this woman, so now, mommy, she ran to Jesus. Let me touch the hem of that I don't even need to. Let me just touch the hem of that And I will be blessed. I will be healed. Look, if you have a problem, and you are not too familiar. And you know that God has been confirming the word of God from your pastor. The power of God is in the house. Don't wait for people to chase you. You must run and say, this is my pastor. This is the problem I'm having. Look, I have seen it so many times. People, and I've seen a clear distinction. People who will let us know when I say oh, yes, not oh, just oh, me, I mean, those of those in the pastoral team, yeah. know that they, are, they let the church yeah. become aware. Yeah. Or they will tell me, yeah. or any of the pastors. I know. I you see those people, the mere yeah. fact that you have told me, God yeah. is aware, yeah. and we will be praying about it. Yeah. And you see that those people, yeah. things begin to happen for yeah. them. Yeah. And those yeah. who try yeah. to say, okay, yeah. I don't need to tell you, yeah. I don't need to let them yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You as even sit down and say, if it's a man, God, I should see. I won't see anything for you. You sit down there and say, I should see. You now I'm out. Now I'm out. I'm not going to see anything. I don't Do you not know? Some of the things that we see, we are not permitted to share. Some of the things that we are not permitted to share. Even the closer you are, it's likely that I will not even see anything. But I'll still be praying for you and you still get the sign. Are you seeing that there? Yes. Yeah. So you need to cry out. But when you are too familiar, so is that not this, is that not that? Anyway, anyway. And most often it's because of how close you are. You think that you don't need to cry out for help. But help is there, available for you. Mighty power is available for you. To fight for you. When you come and you say, oh, Papa, 
This is this is so. I will tell you most likely it is well. But the, it is well is very very loaded. Amen. It is very very loaded. Behind the it is well. It is well will be hours of prayers for you. Hours of prayers for you. Yes. If it is something God has ordained for you, you will get it. Amen. You will get it. But you see the familiarity. I mean, I won't tell you Oh, it's not important. Oh, I mean, pray for myself. Continue. Receive me as what you want to receive me. All you are doing is that you are cutting off the anointing of God. The great power of God that can work for you. That can what? Work for you. You 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 come. I mean, you are provoking my God. You are what? Provoking. We are talking about power here. So. These are things that cut power off. When you I mean, can be being sure. What you've stepped, there is great power here. Amen. There is what? Great, great power. power. Great power here. Great mighty power, I'm telling you. It is all depends on you, how you receive it. Learn how to receive it without familiarity. Are you with me? Yes. Learn how to what? Receive it without familiarity. And you begin to experience that power that will make you the light yes. of this world. Amen. I pray for somebody Amen. that the shackles of familiarity will be broken. Amen. God said, I should tell you that the time has come for you to experience power. Amen. Jesus is with us. Yes. Jesus is for us. Amen. He, he, hey, I am telling you, sir, hey, if God can raise somebody who has died for four days, he can raise him from the dead. Then your problem is nothing. Amen. I say your problem is nothing. Amen. God, hey, God can cause somebody that is causing you trouble. You begin if you say yeah, one time, Amen. just one touch, just so that you can be promoted. Amen. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes. I stand upon this altar because the church is doing a lot of projects. Yeah. Anybody that wants to make himself an obstacle for the church, they are going to be removed so that we will get what we need to get. For the kingdom of God will not be delayed anymore. In your own life, I stand upon this altar and I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, I declare by the fire of the Holy Ghost, I declare power is coming to your life. Power is going to touch you. Power is going to touch you. Anybody that needs to be removed will be removed. Anybody that needs to be changed will be changed. So that you'll be favored. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. Sit down. So get yourselves ready. Yes. You are going to experience great power. Amen. I said, get what, get yourselves what? Ready. You are going to you are going to experience great what? Power. power. 
I've been praying about this thing and the Lord, you know, I wanted to preach a certain message about the power of God and, and the Lord said, no, no, preach this one. Daddy, can we? Can we? Say, no, talk Daddy, about this. Amen. Because if this thing is cured, yes, sir, if you are. The, I said, if this thing is cured, yeah, if you, are. You, you just come into church and standing upon this holy ground, you get healed. Nobody will pray for you. You touch my car, you'll be healed. Amen. You come, you walk here. You get into the auditorium, you see that you'll be healed. Amen. I am telling you. Just see the grace of God that is here. John was able to walk with Jesus Christ in that way. He said, that which we have seen, that which we have, we, we, our eyes are what? Seen. And we have held with our hands. That is what we are testing for. So that was a man that was able to walk very close with Jesus. Yet he wasn't familiar. He wasn't familiar. May that disease of familiarity die. Amen. So that power will be released for you. Amen. I said power will be released for you. Amen. Power will be released for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Wave your hand and thank him. Wave your hand and thank him. Lord, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We bless you for your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your power that has been made available. Take your offering out. Thank you, Lord. We're going to have our offering quickly. You are for the